0: You are now listening to Is Yahweh Walking With Me, taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website to listen to more messages like this one and subscribe to our newsletter at BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Good afternoon. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be to Yahweh and Yeshua in the highest. Amen. All right, let's get right into this. We have a word for you today. A word. The word. It's called, um, it's Yahweh walking with me. I can, I could teach this for, in eight parts if I want to. In eight parts. I crammed it all into one part. Okay? All into one part. And, um, and I still left Abraham out. Okay? We know of Abraham. We know how Abraham walked with God. And we also know how Noah walked with God. And I left him out too. Um, I left him out for a reason. Because they're the obvious reason. You know? David walked with God. Moses walked with God. We're trying to get a little personal here, okay? Because that's one of the most popular questions I get from people. I've always gotten this question, and it is, How do I know if God is with me? Basically, how do I know if God's walking with me? Okay? And I always tell people, Wherever there is righteousness, truth, Love, peace, joy, happiness, tough love, hope, faith, encouragement, comfort, compassion, long-suffering, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, forgiveness, grace, realness, obedience, again, truth, kindness, humbleness, okay, and bravery, and the blessings of God. Yahweh and Jesus Christ is present they are present and that's just the absolute truth Whenever One of those things is missing God isn't present They're a package deal They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand They they are a package deal they go hand in hand. This message is important because God gave it. Okay, but it's also important because It's sort of a meter a meter for you to judge yourself In the sense where you're like Okay, is God walking with me? Am I walking with God? Am I close to God? Am I near God? You understand what I'm saying to you? Because a lot of people make up a lot of stuff in their own head Okay, And God's not a boom boom God Okay, He's a loving God A sensible God A righteous God He's supernatural He wants us to understand What you get in His presence When He's walking with you when he's walking with you. When he's leading you. Let's get right into this. Psalms 119 verse 1. I got some quick hitters for you. Of course. Two of them. Psalms 119 verse 1. I'll give you a second to get there. You're going to learn a lot today. Like you always learn a lot. But you're going to learn a lot today. And you'll learn even more if you're honest. If you're honest. Again. Pride is not a sign that God is with you. Pride is a sign that Satan's with you. Okay. Humbleness is a sign that God's with you. So Psalms 119 verse 1, one verse. If they have it, say glory to God. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Who walk in the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord, we know the law is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the law. He is the word of God. And you are blessed if you walk in the way of the law of the Lord. If you walk with Christ. If you walk with Emmanuel, God with us, you are blessed. And this is an interesting verse because um, I I love this because it talks about how happy, how happy you are, how happy you will be, how overexcited, happy you will be. You will be so happy when you're walking with God that other people will be disgusted with you because you're too happy. You understand what I'm saying to you? Hmm? It even says, oh, the great happiness. Of those who walk with Yahweh in Christ, but walk Yahweh's way. Blessed are they that keep his testimony and that seek him with their whole heart. Key word there. Whole heart. Blessed are they. Let's get let's break down this word blessed one more time. Oh the great happiness of those that walk with Yahweh in Christ and walk his way. Then it says, oh, how happy you will be and are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with their whole heart. Not a half a heart. Not a half a heart. Not halfway relationship. Not 70% relationship. Not 80%. Listen, 99 just won't do. Okay? And that's the truth. It will not do. 99 is not enough. It's either you're all in or you're not go to First John chapter 2. First John chapter 2. Let's talk about perfection for a second. We know no one's perfect but God, but Christ. Amen. So 1 John chapter 2 verse 3. To know God is to obey God, right? Right? Watch this. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments, if we obey his word. If we keep them, the word keep here means keep, guard, protect, um, keep them close to our heart and our mind. It's important. Four. He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him or her. And that's a fact. That is a fact. We're separating here. This is a separation of peoples here. If you claim to love God and you don't do the things that God would have you do and you don't keep his commandments and you got a wayward of thinking when it comes to God's truth, you're pretty much a hypocrite. Right? Pretty much a hypocrite and a liar and God just called you out if you do these things, if you are this way. He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him or her. Devastating, Isn't that devastating? That is devastating. Five. But whosoever keepeth his word in him or her, verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. This is how you know. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk. There's our title again. To walk even as he walked. How did Jesus Christ walk? In a perfect way. He did no sin. He did nothing wrong. So is John telling you to do no sin, to be perfect? He's telling you to walk as Jesus Christ walked. What does that mean? That means that when we repent, and it's with true repentance. I ain't talking this fake crap that people put out. I'm talking about real repentance. A change of heart and a change of mind. Meaning you look at what you've done wrong, you look at it differently. Completely differently. Right? And it changes you from within. And then that, way, that chain works its way out. That's when you know you're walking with God. Because whenever you repent, you become perfect. As Christ is perfect. Amen? And that's just a true fact. You become perfect every time you repent. Every time. Be like Christ. Fight to be right. By truly repenting in Christ. Having that relationship with him. Repentance makes us perfect. Never forget that. Repentance makes you Perfect. That means no one can hold anything to you. Amen. Not one thing. Not your wife. Not your husband. Not your kids. Not your friend. Not your co-worker. Not someone you know. Not. No one can hold anything to you. If you repented properly. But guess what? Some people say that I repented and really didn't repent. Now they're just hiding that sin from you. Or trying to anyway. Right? That person's making a mockery of Jesus Christ on the cross. And there is a stiff penalty to be paid for someone who does things like that. Let's get right into this. Let's go to Micah 6. minor of Prophets. Right before Nahum. All right, Micah 6, verse 6. Is Yahweh walking with me? Listen to Micah speak. If you ever say glory to God. Where shall I come before the Lord, Yahweh? L-O-R-D, all caps, that's Yahweh, his sacred name and bow myself before the high God El shall I come before him with burnt offerings with calves of a year old question does God require that nope he doesn't want that let's break down what God wants he wants you to know of him more than your burnt offerings he wants your love more than your burnt offerings The only offering you could actually give God is your offering of obedience and love. And that's it. He will not accept anything else. Amen. Will the Lord Yahweh be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Question. Nope. Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression? The fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Nope. It's an abomination to God. All God ever wants is your love and your obedience to him. You want to walk with him? Do you really want to walk with God? It takes sacrifice. It takes obedience. It takes love. Watch this. Eight and nine go together and I'll read them as such. He shall show thee, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord Yahweh require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. The Lord's voice, Yahweh's voice, voice, crieth unto the city and the man or the woman of wisdom shall see thy name, hear ye the rod and who have appointed it. That's a beautiful verse. Let's, let's break it down. First of all, he's saying, Yahweh's saying, you must be humble. Must be humble enough to even repent with conviction. Let's break that down for a second. What does it take to repent? It takes a sense of humbleness to repent. Does it not? It takes a sense of humbleness to say, Lord, I'm sorry, to confess what you've done completely. Right? And say, Lord, I'm sorry, forgive me. It takes humbleness to repent. And it takes humbleness to walk with God. Pride gets in the way of that. Guile gets in the way of that It does You have to be humble enough to even repent with conviction You must be Humble enough To do what's right To leave your way of doing things To join his way of righteousness Without fakeness And guile Then you could hear his name Which is I am Yahweh, him introducing himself to you truly as he speaks to you and hear his rod of support. This is interesting because the word rod here means a rod of support and correction, which is Jesus Christ, which is Jesus Christ. Do you think it's easy to receive grace? He paid the price. He took all the correction for, and he didn't even have to, because he did nothing wrong. So he paid the price for you, took all the correction for you, every strike. Right? We It's a win-win situation. He's that rod of correction. He's that rod of support. And only then will you understand who appointed the grace, the love, the forgiveness, the newness of mind and heart to those that will walk with Yahweh. Only then will you understand when you understand the rod of correction when you understand and hear, I am Yahweh. I'm speaking. I am Yahweh. It's a beautiful verse. 10 and 11 go together and I will read them as such. Verse 10. Are there yet the treasures of the wickedness and the house of the wicked and the scant measure that is abominable? Question. Shall I count them pure with the wicked balance And with the bag of deceitful weights. Listen now. Listen to what he's saying. He's saying if I see the wicked. Being wicked. Because that's what they do. That's why they're wicked. This is what's wicked in God's eyes. Without remorse. Without compassion. Without love. Without comfort. Without humbleness of heart. Only thinking of self or putting things before God and his love. His love is Jesus Christ. His passion on the cross. If someone dies for you, why would you put something before them? He put nothing before you, amen? Think about what he's saying here. Right? Never being humble but full of pride and lies with fake intentions. He's saying, should I not punish them? The answer is yes, I should. Because they won't even repent and get right. They won't even take the rod of correction and get right. Listen to what he's saying here. You want to walk with them? Want to be close? Or you want to go back to the world? Which one? He's saying, it's upsetting me because you're trying to lie to me. You're trying to deceive me. You're trying to play games with me and God don't play games. He's not a game player. He's a team player. But he's not a game player. And they refuse to hear my voice. I am Yahweh. They refuse to hear it. If you refuse to hear God's voice. That's a problem. Watch this 12. For the rich men. Thereof are full of violence. Yeah, because they got to protect what they got. They're full of violence. And most of them got it by ill-gotten gain. There's always somebody coming after you when it's by ill-gotten gain. And the inhabitants thereof have spoken lies. And their tongue is deceitful in their mouth. Yes, it is. Is there anyone true? Is there anyone righteous? Is there anyone good? No, but God. Only God. That's it. No one but God Everything's a lie They even think of lies To cover their other lies Watch this Therefore also will I make thee Sick in smiting thee And making thee Desolate because of thy sins I'll make you very empty Void I'll make you without Because of your sins that you have Not repented for. I get, I've i given you a way You didn't even have to get on the cross You had to take no stripes I've given you a way to become perfect And to walk with me That I always accept you after you repent And I always forgive you No matter what I will forgive you So why do people get so prideful Why do people get so Self absorbed Why do people lie to God why do people put things before God? What? you going to watch this. Not in this chapter, but watch. 14. Thou shalt eat, but not be satisfied. And thy casting down shall be in the midst of thee. Yep, you're going to see it yourself. Because I'm going to cause it, God saying. Because you will not get right. And thou shalt take hold, but shalt not deliver. And that which thou deliverest, will I give up to the sword. What? Does, you ever feel like you can't win in life? You ever feel like you can't win? It's not enough? Nothing's enough? It's never enough? That's because you're not walking with God. It's simple as that. If you feel like it's not enough if you feel like if you've eaten and you haven't eaten enough and then you go look for more but there's no more it's because you're not walking with God. Say, I'm going to make sure you're never satisfied. That's crazy, right? Don't human beings got it bad enough already? Hmm? Where they're like, because you already know how they are. Human beings are never satisfied. It's never enough. Where do you think that came from? They will always be driving. And I don't mean driving. I mean driving. Always digging, 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 digging for more. Because what they have is not enough. To them is not enough. Okay. 15. To close this chapter. Thou shalt sow. But thou shalt not reap. That's the problem. Thou shalt tread the olives. But shall not anoint thee with oil. The sweet wine. But shall not drink wine. Why? Why are all these things going on? Because they will not repent. They will not be perfect. They will not be obedient to God. He's not asking for much. He's not asking for a thousand rams. He's not asking for 10,000 calves. He's not asking for a calf of one year old. He's not asking for a river full of oil. He's just asking for obedience and love. And for you to be real with him. That's all he's asking. Because in order to do the things that he asks, you must do what? You must repent completely with conviction. And that will take you into a walk with your father. There's nothing that you can hold on to in life. In life. The one you currently live in. And think you can walk with God. There's nothing. It's going to Deuteronomy 5. Mm. Deuteronomy 5, 23. If you ever say glory to God. And it came to pass when you heard the voice. Again, what does it take to hear the voice of God? Micah just told you. He just told you. Obedience. Repentance, true repentance, not this fake crap, okay? True repentance and change, complete change. You cannot walk with God. You cannot hold God's hand and walk with him and holding something else in your other hand. That can't go for that walk. You got to completely let it go. And it came to pass when you he heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness For the mountain did burn with fire that ye came near unto me even all the heads of your tribes and your elders. This is talking about when they got the Ten Commandments and how they were freaked out by the voice of God and by the Shekinah glory that was even on Moses' face. And he said, Behold, the Lord Yahweh your God have showed us his glory and his greatness and we have heard his voice I am Yahweh, out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God doth talk with man, and he liveth. Watch this. Now therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us if we hear the voice of the Lord Yahweh our God any more. Then we shall die. How backwards are these people? Hmm? how how backwards are they Hmm? the voice of God is scary and the voice of God is something there's nothing like it okay there's nothing there's nothing like the voice of God not one thing another subject another time but it does shake you to your soul it shakes you to your soul and God only does that to get your attention okay He does that to get your attention Because if he speaks to you I am Yahweh And he gets your attention Through the shaking of your soul You can't even see your soul But only he can directly know where it is To shake it with his voice Shake it with his voice That would be extremely scary Or would it? Or would it? It's scary to people Okay Who are not obedient to God It's not scary to Moses It's not scary to me It's not scary to David It's not scary to Jesus Christ It's not scary to Paul It's not scary to the apostles It's not scary to the prophets It's scary to people who are not obedient to God And you know Israel was not obedient to God They got the truth And they're still not obedient to God They still won't repent with conviction And they're like Moses The voice of God scares us It will kill us Why will it kill you? God's a God of love and the mercy and of kindness He's a God of forgiveness and grace it, why, why would his voice Kill you or, or destroy you Because you know you're wrong You know you're not right That's why That's why the voice of God That's why I got you trembling in your boots You know who else trembled in their boots Demons. That's a good example Demons tremble in their boots When they hear just the name of Jesus Christ Freaks them out The presence of God freaks a demon out. I know for a fact. Because it's written in the book of Hebrews. In the book of James. And these people. Most of them had demons in them. They had problems. Serious problems. Because they would not give God their all. Watch this. For who is there of all flesh that have heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the midst of the fire as we have and lived? Moses, Joshua, Aaron, right? Go thou near and hear all that the Lord Yahweh our God Shall say And speak thou unto us All that the Lord Yahweh our God Shall speak unto thee And we will hear it And do it But we just can't talk directly to God Because it's freaking us out It's freaking us out Because conviction's trying to set in Because conviction's trying to set in See when you don't have conviction You got an even worse problem When conviction tries to set in And you refuse the conviction It's like you're refusing God So they're telling Moses, Moses, no, just you go. And we'll do whatever he he tells you to tell us to do we're going to do. Now we know that 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 wasn't true. It was not true. That's why they were wandering in the wilderness. 28. And the Lord Yahweh heard the voice of your words. When ye speak unto me, God hears everything. He hears everything. You don't have to be in my presence and speak something concerning God you could be in your own bedroom in your own under your sheets if it has anything to do let me if you know how today if you speak if you just say a country that has terrorist threats and you speak of that country or you speak of that leader that gives the terrorist threats your cell phone or any device begins to listen instantly Instantly. Instantly. If you speak of. Moses's name. My name. Pastor Murray's name. Someone who God uses and called and anointed to give the word of God. If you speak of their name in the privacy of your own home. Or in a private setting. You really have God's attention. Just like that. Just like that. Listen to what I'm saying. And the Lord heard. Yahweh heard the voice of your words when ye spake unto me. And the Lord Yahweh said unto me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people, which they have spoken unto thee. They have said, they have well said all that they have spoken. He, he's saying, I agree. This is good. But there's always something, right? 29. But I have this against them, as Christ would say. Speaking of the churches. Oh, that there were such an heart in them that they would fear me. Hold up. I thought the reason they didn't want to hear the rumbling in the voice of God is because they feared God. It ain't because of fear. It's it's, it's not because of fear. These people don't want to get right. These people want to hold on to the idol. They want to hold on to putting stuff before God. They want to hold back of their offerings. They want to hold back of their tithes. They want to, they want to keep the secrets. They want to keep hidden sins within themselves. So they don't want to go before God. But they don't know the power of God. Because God's all knowing. And God, he's a straight shooter. And I love that about God. That he is a straight shooter. 29 again. All oh, that there were such an heart in them. That they would fear me. This word fear is revere. They would fear me enough to stay in line, to walk circumspectuously, And they would revere me enough to respect my way and respect my name. That they would only do what I ask them to do. And keep all my commandments always. That it might be well with them and with their children forever. What God is saying is, oh, I wish they loved me every day. But they don't. that sad that that hurts my heart that hurts my heart when people claim to love God and they really don't love God when someone says I love God but I know God will let me do both things I know he'll let me just do what I want to do I'm not perfect you can't use repentance as a crutch you cannot repentance grows us amen it grows us and it teaches us and it guides us and it leads us don't use it as a crutch because that's sacrilegious sacrilegious Yahweh they saying to Moses the people spoke correctly because that's what they want me and you to hear <laughs> human beings right that's what they want you to hear but they don't fear me at all because if you fear someone you're going to get in line for someone right or wrong they only love me with their mouth not with their faith And not with love. And not with deeds. In other words, Moses, I know their fate towards me, Yahweh the Great I Am is saying to Moses. And they have no respect towards me, towards my love, towards my salvation, which is Jesus Christ, and towards my holy name. Now why why would God say all that about this people? This people have the truth. They have the truth. They have the law of God. They have and understand the truth. And for them to put anything before God, anything at all, becomes an idol. And for them to um, not give God their all 117%, it becomes an, it's just bad. It's extremely bad. He said, I know they're fake towards me. I will deal with them in time. I will deal with them in time. Verse 30. Go say to them, get you into your tents again. But as for thee, stand thou here by me, and I will speak unto thee all the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which thou shalt teach them, that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess it. 32. Ye shall observe to do therefore... As the Lord Yahweh your God have commanded you Ye shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left hand Ye shall walk in all the ways Which the Lord Yahweh your God have commanded you That ye may live And that it may be well with you And that ye may prolong your days in the land Which ye shall possess God got promises for people He Got promises for, but you have to do it his way Are we in agreement with that? You have to do it his way. There is no other way. You cannot be fake with God and think that you can walk with God. Hold your head up, walk into the church, and think that, you've, that you're all right. That it's all good. You know how bad of a person you are? If that's what you do, if that's how you look at things, you know how wicked of a person you are in the eyes of the living God. Anyway, you know how bad that is to God? That's horrible. That's horrible. If you put anything before God, it's horrible. If you are distracted to the point where you can't even serve God, it's horrible. It's Yahweh's heart's desire and mine that you all and all his children love him. That they love him. And walk with him. According to his holy way. Not your own. You can't have it your way. It's not Burger King. If you're a liar. If you're fake. If you're full of guile. If you're a hater. If you're prideful. If you cheat Yahweh in life. Or in tithes and in offerings. If you put anything before Yahweh. You are literally walking alone. Literally. Literally. And you are not walking in the presence of God. And it's only a matter of time. Listen to what I'm saying. It's only a matter of time before it catches up to you. Because God's a patient, patient God. And he wants to see. He's saying, I gave Christ. I gave the rod. You won't even accept the rod. I gave the rod. You won't even allow the rod to do what the rod was meant to do. You want to play games. Psalms 119. Psalms 119 verse 105. That sounds crazy. Verse 105, is Yahweh walking with me? I know for a fact that this is answering some questions. And you got some people out there who, um, who are pretty prideful and who says, I know I'm walking with God. Ooh, I think that for those people who say, I know I'm walking with God. And that think they don't got work to do. You're the worst kind of people. The worst type of people. Really are. Worst type. Psalms 119.105. It don't get no realer than this. Okay? I'm trying to tell you right. It don't get no realer than this. Okay? I'm just speaking the word of God. Making friends and influencing people. Psalms 119.105. If you haven't say glory to God, listen close. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. This is, ah, oh, what a beautiful, beautiful verse. Beautiful verse. Never forget this. Lamp here is a lamp for the feet. A lamp for the feet. Only thing I could really compare this to, and I shouldn't compare it to, but I'm doing it anyway because I it gives you a visual. Because I'm a teacher, I'm a communicator. So, the the video beat um beat it. Oh no, Billie Jean, When Michael Jackson was walking and every tap, every tile he touched lit up. Okay, you know, every tile he touched lit up. Right. So my my point is. That's the lamp for the feet. Okay? And it's beautiful. Not the eyes. Usually lamps are for your eyes. Amen? For you to see it. So you, so you can be guided. Not in this sense. Okay? Not the eyes. It's. It lights the path. So you can walk with Yahweh. If you look at the lamp with your eyes. You will get distracted. You will get distracted. Okay? But if you look at the lamp with your feet, which has no eyes. The eyes of your feet is your faith and your obedience to Yahweh and Jesus Christ. You don't need to see to believe. Only thing you need to do is believe and trust Yahweh in truth and in spirit. How do you walk with Yahweh in Christ? I hope not with your eyes. I hope you don't walk with your eyes. I hope you don't walk with your eyes. If you walk with your eyes, you're pretty much walking blind. And I know most people walk with their eyes. 106. I have sworn, I will perform it, that I will keep thy righteous judgments. When you signed up for Christianity, when you believe upon Jesus Christ, you made a pact with God. Okay? You made a pact, a pact with God. And you have a job to do I am afflicted very much Quicken me O Lord Yahweh According to thy word Troubles gonna come But God will quicken you He will deliver you out of all your troubles When you're walking with him Except I beseech thee The free will offering of my mouth Now what's the free will offering Of your mouth I love you Lord That's the free will offering of your mouth He won't accept anything else. Your love and your obedience is what he accepts. Amen? O Lord Yahweh, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is continually in my hand. Yet do I not forget thy law. I will not forget thy law. The wicked have laid a snare for me. Yet I err not from thy precepts. Why would you err from the precepts of God? If God's walking with you, there's nothing that the wicked can do. Now, one thing: if you begin to look up, then you're in trouble. If you begin to look at the lamp because you heard a sound or you heard a buzzing or you got distracted, keep your eyes on the path. Amen. Keep your eyes on the path. One eleven. Thy testimonies have I taken as a heritage forever. Yeah, they're a part of my life. They're my heritage. For they are the rejoicing of my heart. They bring joy to my heart. I just don't come to church just to come to church. I come to church because I love you. I come to church because I rejoice over you. Because you rejoice over me. I have inclined my heart to perform thy statues always, even unto the end. This is interesting because I incline my heart. That means I had to do some configuring, some some um, renovation. I gotta make room for you. I had to incline my heart to perform thy statues always, even unto the end. I had to reshape the way I do things, everything, and put you first. That's reshaping your heart That's reshaping your mind Towards the ways of God 13 113. I hate vain thoughts But thy law do I love I hate what you hate And I love what you love That's basically what he's saying here Thou art my hiding place And my shield I hope in thy word I put my hope in thy word You are my um, My armor of God 15 depart from me ye evildoers for I will keep the commandments of my God Nothing's gonna stop me from keeping the commandments of God. Not one thing Not one thing I am for God because I love God and I walk with God and he holds my hand through it all uphold me according to thy word that I may live and let not And let me not be ashamed of my hope. When you walk with God, you will not be ashamed. There's no reason for you to feel shame because you're walking with God. The only way you'll feel shame is if you're not walking with God. Word to the wise on that. Hold thou me up and I shall be safe. And I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. The problem is people don't respect God. People don't fear God. How do you call yourself loving God if you don't fear when you get out of the way of God if you put something before God if you sin if you keep a hidden sin and you try to hide it from God or if you cheat God and you try to cheat God how in the world do you respect God you do not let's be clear you do not there is no respect for God at all you do not Let's be clear. I'm gonna say it one more time. You do not. Let's be clear. There is no respect for your father. And that's a problem. You have to respect God. Because when you respect him and you're walking with him, he will hold you up. When trouble comes, you're walking with him. You know how big God is? Huh? He will give you his pinky to hold. His pinky, as a child. Have you ever seen a picture of a a, a mother or a, a, a dad walking with their child, and the child looks up at them with your? I used to give my kids my pinky to hold because their hands were so little. While we were walking, and they're off balance, and you're holding them up, and then when a the dog came or something that they didn't know what it was, you just pick them up like that, and you hold them close, and the trouble goes goes by. I can relate to this But you gotta have respect to your father continuously 18 Thou hast trodden down all them that error From thy statutes For their deceit is falsehood Oh this verse mm. For their deceit is falsehood Listen Listen and play you listen. If after you read this Verse right here and I explain it to you In the, in the Hebrew I think it should change Anyone who hears this correctly Okay Watch this again. I'm going to read it again. Thou hast trodden down all them that error from thy statutes. For their deceit is falsehood. Hmm. Listen to what he's saying. Okay. Trodden down here is this is what it means in Hebrew. God's saying because of your deceit because you put things before me because of your your um, lack of respect for me because of your hypocrisy towards me and towards my law and towards what I've done for you on the cross. He's saying, I will set you as nothing in my heart. Listen to what he's saying. I will set you as nothing in my heart because their deceit towards me is like falsehood. Let me say that again. It's like falsehood to God, to Yahweh. It's false. When you are deceptive to God, he labels you as he labels you under false. And that means a falsehood church. And that even means a false prophet. When you are deceptive to God. You know where they are going. If there's no real repentance, right? I don't take joy in this, neither do God. So when you know to do good and you choose to do wrong. Because that's who you are. When you know not to put something before God and you ch- and you do it anyway. You put something before God and it becomes an idol to you. It doesn't matter what it is. It becomes an idol. When you know not to cheat God, you cheat God anyway. When you make an excuse why you can't serve God properly, he looks at it as false, as false, as you're a false prophet. That's absolutely crazy. But it is what it is. Amen? That alone, that alone. Verse 19. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth like dross. You know how, when you you find gold, or when you have silver, if it's real gold or real silver, any gold that sits for a long period of time and catches dust turns to dross, okay? And you got to burn that off. It has to be extremely hot for that to come off, and then you'll see the brilliance of the gold. This is what he's saying here. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth, like dross. I'm burning away. Therefore, I love thy testimonies. I love your ways. I love who you are. I love you, Yahweh. That's beautiful. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee, because I revere you. I am afraid of thy judgments. My fear and love for you, Yahweh, keeps me in line, and it keeps me going. Praise God. See, people who don't repent properly, people who play games, ain't no way you walking with God. you walking by yourself, and you're walking with a couple of demons. Because you're not walking with God. I guarantee you that. God only wants those people who truly want to grow and to know who he is. And I want to walk with him in Jesus Christ in truth and in love and in um, spirit. Nothing else will do. Nothing else will do. Nothing else will do. Let's Deuteronomy 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1. Listen. This is your exhortation to obedience and remembrance of God. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1, if you have a say, glory to God. And all the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord Yahweh swear unto your fathers. God's a giving God. He's a loving God. He wants you to be okay. He wants you to be blessed. That's what he wants. But you have to do it his way. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord Yahweh thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Why are they in the wilderness in the first place? Because of their disobedience, because of their lack of faith. To humble thee, there you go. I did it so I can humble you. How do you walk with God? Through humbleness. To humble thee and to prove thee, to test thee, to know what was in thine heart. He needs to know, as if he can't read your mind. Whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. Or is it just a game to you? Or is it just a game to you? He needs to know. To humble thee. And to prove thee, test thee. To see how you would behave yourself. When you're lacking in life. When you're stressed in life. When things aren't running smooth in life. Are you going to humble yourselves? And walk with Yahweh? Or are you going to be all in? In your human emotions. And go left. By being prideful. And living for your flesh. And all the things that come with your flesh. It's desires. When we live for our flesh we walk alone. Humble we walk with God. Humble we walk with God. Verse 3. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna. What's that? That's exactly what manna means. What's that? Manna means what's that? That's what they said when they first saw manna. What's that? And that's the Hebrew definition for manna. It's the spiritual food of God. It's angel's food. Which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man and woman doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord Yahweh, doth man live, period. What do you live by? You live by your own laws? You live by your own way? You live by what you've been raised on. What you've been taught from your, from your dad or your mom or your auntie, your uncle, your grandma. What? You live by the code. Screw the code. Screw the code. I only live by one code. That's the code of heaven. That's it. That's it. Yahweh wants us to know that we don't and shouldn't live by the flesh. Or for the flesh. But only for Yahweh, by Yahweh's truth, should we live. Should we live our lives. That's so hard for humans because most humans know what they want for themselves in life. Amen? So they think. You gotta be humble to really, really relinquish your wants in life and to want and trust Yahweh and trust His way. You gotta be flesh-free to walk with Yahweh in the Spirit. That's the truth. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? I pray to God it does. I pray to God it does. You got to be flesh free. Even though you live in the flesh, you got to be flesh free. You want to walk with them? Be flesh free. Verse four. Thy remnant wax not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. Thou shalt also consider in thy heart that as a man or as a man chastened of his son, so... The Lord Yahweh, thy God, chasteneth thee. God will correct you. It says on Proverbs, it says, Spare the rod, spoil the child. The rod is a whip. The rod is a whip. When you don't give the rod, you are spoiling the child. And what do you do with things that are spoiled? You throw it out. You throw things out that are spoiled. You rather be friends with your children? Or you re- see God's no one's friend in this church. He's no He's not my friend, He's not your friend. okay? He's just not. And you have to understand that. He's your father and the father corrects. He's also your mother. you're going by his sacred names. okay? He ones who gives you the breast. He gives you the milk. That's who God is. Be corrected prideful people will not be corrected they don't want to be corrected you have to be humble enough to be corrected stop lying to yourself therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord Yahweh thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him revere him to walk circumspectuously For the Lord Yahweh thy God bringeth thee Into a good land A land of brooks, of waters, of fountains, and depths That spring out of valleys and hills A land of wheat and of barley And vines and fig trees and pomegranates A land of oil, olive, and honey A land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness You know what this word scarceness is? It means poverty Poverty What? A land where you don't Where you're not in poverty He's speaking of America This is not in the Middle East. This is America. Without scarceness. This this land is so wealthy that there should be no one in poverty here. But because there's greedy people in this country and in the world, there's a lot of poverty. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord Yahweh thy God. For the good land which He hath given thee, beware. There's your warning. There's your warning. Beware that thou forget not the Lord Yahweh thy God, and not keeping His commandments, and His judgments, and His statutes which I command thee this day. How do you forget God by not doing by not continuously doing what got you the blessing in the first place? That's how you forget God by going away from what may God please with you. By letting go his hand. He don't let your hand go. You let his hand go. 12. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full, and got your belly all full, and have built goodly houses, got more than one house, yep, and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, everything that God blessed you with multiplies, blessing on top of blessing on top of blessing and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou has is multiplied thine heart be lifted up that means pride and thou forget the Lord Yahweh thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage you remember where you came from right chains shackles right what you doing with your freedom what you doing with it what you doing with your freedom Good question, right? I think I got a message called, what you doing with your do I have a message? Yeah, I do. What you doing with your freedom, right? Who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents, Satan's always around, and scorpions and drought, where there was no water? Who brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint? Right? From the rock of Flint, which is symbolic of our Savior. The living water. Who provided water for you? Who made things possible when it looked impossible? See, I know for a fact that there is nothing. that just God can do all things. All things. When I look up and I stop letting my feet lead the way. When I look up, right? And I stop letting my feet guide the way. Then things become impossible to me. But if I just let my feet guide the way. Everything is possible because I'm walking with God. Sixteen, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee and that he might prove thee to do good, to do thee good at thy latter end. What a blessing! How's your latter end? How's it going for you, huh? How's your latter end? We talk about this latter end a lot, right? Now, we know he's speaking of for God's elect, the anointed of God, those people with this truth who will be delivered up for the synagogue of Satan, all that wonderful stuff, our whole calling, right? But what about your latter end when it comes to how you're living? What about your latter end, right? Things good right now, right? You, you forget God, you remember God. You know God, you walk with God, you don't walk with God. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Right? All men joy got nuts. Mounds don't. Right? <laughs> it's just the truth. Right? And you have to understand your latter end. He can make it good or he can make it bad. He can make it good or he can make it horrible. Let's continue here seventeen. And thou shalt say in thy heart My power and my might Of mine hand have gotten me this wealth Duh, nope That ain't how it worked All glory to God But thou shalt remember the Lord Yahweh thy God For it is he that giveth thee the power To get wealth See God don't have a problem with you being rich Or wealthy Because it's two different things Rich is rich, see Shaq is rich Shaq's rich Okay Kobe Bryant was rich, okay? The person who owns Sony, he's wealthy, okay? The person who owns ABC, he's wealthy, okay? The person who owns Warner Brothers, they're wealthy, okay? The people who work for them, the actors that you so love and swoon over, the singers that you love and swoon over, they don't even own their rights. They're rich. They're just rich. Anita Baker just got her rights and she'd been out for years since the 70s. She's rich. There's a difference. There's there's a difference. And there's a difference in being poor too. It's a difference in being poor. See, some people are poor when you open their fridge, there's nothing in there. Right? When you open their cabinet, there's nothing in there. Okay? When you go in the basement to the reserve stock, there's nothing there. When you open the fridge in the basement, if there's a fridge in the basement or a freezer in the basement, guess what? There's nothing in there. Okay? That's poor. Right? That's poor. you barely making it. Right? You're one paycheck away from being homeless. Right? So, God's saying, listen to what he's saying. I'm giving you every opportunity To be poor or to be poor. To be middle class or to be rich. Cause right the middle class is rich, okay? Or to be wealthy, or to be very wealthy. I have a problem with none of it. Hello, he's saying, not one thing. I just need you to know That I allowed it for you And that you respect me enough That you respect me enough That you know where it came from That's all That's it Because when you start saying I did this on my own This was all me Your head's bigger than Satan's And that's the problem It's a huge problem eh, amen. It's a problem Watch this 18 again, but thou shalt remember the Lord Yahweh thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Now, I could do a whole message on this, to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. 19, and it shall be, if thou do at all, even for one moment, forget the Lord Yahweh thy God, and walk, here you go, after other gods and serve them and worship them. Do you hear that? That means you left his you let his whole hand go. And now you're walking after other things and you're being double-minded and you want to play both sides of the coin. Right? You got a problem. I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. You will perish? Well, what about repentance? If you let God's hand go, I think you're a little past repentance. Right? If you let God's hand go, I think you're a little past repentance. I mean, that means you're in the you're in your own way right now. You're not even thinking about repentance. You're in your own zone. Perishing sounds real good to Satan concerning you. Right? Thank God for Jesus Christ. Verse 20. As the nations which the Lord Yahweh destroyeth before your face, so shall ye perish, because ye would not be obedient. That is one of the things that you must do to walk with God. Humbleness and obedience unto the voice, I am Yahweh, of the Lord Yahweh your God. Hmm. He wants us to walk by faith with our feet, not by sight with our eyes. Amen. That's what he wants. So we're going to give God what he wants. Let's go to Deuteronomy 10. Almost done. One more place after this and we're done. Deuteronomy 10, verse 12. 12 and 13 go to rather, I will read them as such. And now, Israel, what doth the Lord Yahweh thy God require of thee? We just learned a lot, did we not? What does he require of you? But to fear the Lord Yahweh thy God, reverence, revere him. To love him with all your heart, all your soul, all your might, and all your strength. To seek him spiritually, not physically. To have respect to his holy name. And to walk in all his ways. And to love him and to serve the Lord Yahweh thy God. With all your heart and with all your soul. Wow, it's beautiful. All your soul. Hmm. You know what um, 13 and 12 is saying? He's saying it's for your good. It's for your best interest for you. And your benefit that you walk with me according to my ways, not your own. It's for your best benefit that you don't create your own playlist. Is that at home? That you don't create your own playlist. Okay? Of things that you listen to. Well, you should be listening to me. You understand? 14. Behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens, first, second, and third earth age, is the Lord Yahweh's, thy God. The earth also, every earth age, with all that are therein is, it all belongs to God, he created it all. Only the Lord Yahweh had a delight in thy fathers to love them, and he chose their seed after them, even you above all people as it is this day. God saying, I chose you. Verse 16. Circumcise. You know what circumcise means? Yeah. Peel back that foreskin of the heart. Circumcise, therefore, the foreskin of your heart and be no more stiff-necked, prideful, and hard-headed. Even, I'm going to throw double-minded in there as well. This word circumcise here, it means change. Complete change. Utter change. A complete change of your inside your inside a complete change of your inside. For the Lord your God is the God of gods and Lord of Lords. That's all God's sacred names here. a great God, a mighty and terrible which regardeth not person, nor taketh reward. you can't bribe God to Yahweh right is right, wrong is wrong. you cannot bribe God. Oh lord I'll give more next week. Oh lord I'll be better next week. Oh lord I'll do this next week. You can't bribe that's a bribe to God. You can't bribe God. Try doing that to a um a police. Try bribing the peace. A police. Put you in handcuffs like Chris Tucker said um and um, um <laughs> money talks. When he got arrested, he went by the cop and he said I gave you dollars, let me go <laughs> The cops you trying to bribe me <laughs> And then he was getting on the bus Going, transferring from prison to a, From the jail To a prison And he passed by another guard And the guard had a gun he said, hey, let me borrow your gun <laughs> He's such a stupid idiot Such an idiot Let me borrow your gun <laughs> For what? <laughs> like, get out of here, man But you have to understand this that means a change from within completely a change from within you can't bribe God you, you just can't he takes no rewards you gotta remember this God don't need anything flesh he don't need anything in the flesh you do he don't he he does not he does not he doesn't want anything in the flesh he does not he don't even want your fleshy love he wants your spiritual love right He closed the door on the flesh. That's why the flesh is going to be melted off. It's no good to him. That's why it dies and it goes back to the ground and it recycles. And you probably, if you're a gardener and you're a planter, you probably got someone's old body in your garden. You don't even know it. And it's the truth. It's all reusable. It's organic matter. I found an eye one day. I'm joking. Just a joke. (laughs) That will be nasty. Some good tomatoes though. So I'm joking. Here we go. Verse 18. He doth execute the judgment of the fatherless and the widow and loveth the stranger in giving him or her food and raiment. Listen, this is deep. When they had nothing at all, what did God do? He loved them. He loved them. He's, He's speaking of the orphan. He's speaking of the fatherless, the motherless. He's speaking of the widow, okay, when they had no one and whoever they had left them for dead, left them for nothing. Who, who who hooked them up? God did. Listen to what he's trying to tell you. They had no one, okay? He shows love to the foster child, to the abandoned child. He shows love to the widow, but do you show love in return? Do you appreciate your father? Do you appreciate his love? If he's loving the orphan, the foster child, the abandoned child, the widow, okay, he expects them to love him back. And that's just the truth. He expects them to love him back. He just does. God was in my life early, okay? I didn't know my dad, okay? Never met him, never met the dude. May his soul rest in peace. Never met him. But God was always a father to me. Period. Hands down. Hands down. This big. He was a father to me. 19. Love ye therefore the stranger, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Listen to that. If I take you in, and you have to remember this too. As a Gentile, he adopted you. As a Gentile, he adopted you. Understand that. He adopted you. So therefore, you should love the stranger, you should be so full of his love when someone needs your assistance when it comes to knowing who God is or knowing life or understanding life, your compassion should be automatically on 100. Your love should be on 100. When people when people will not take in an adopted child, a foster child, or you don't want to, it's too much trouble it shows your lack of godliness and your lack of love. It's a whole... Listen. If you can only know how God really feels about it. If he says, I've blessed you. I've blessed you with blessings. I've given you a lot. I've given you more than the average person. Can't you share what you have? Is it too much to share what you have? Is it? Am I asking too much for you to share my blessing with someone else? Is that too much to ask? It's not. Twenty. Thou shalt fear the Lord Yahweh, thy God. Him shalt thou serve, and to him shalt thou cleave. That means hold tight to, and swear by his name. He is thy praise, Amen, and he is thy God. That has done for thee these great and ter- wonderful things which thine eyes have seen. 22 to close this chapter up. Thy father went down into Egypt with threescore and ten persons and now the Lord Yahweh thy God have made thee as the stars of heaven for multitude. You see how God multiplies you? You see how he blesses you? Hmm? He multiplies you and he blesses you. If you're not multiplied, if you're not blessed, that's your own problem. It really is. That just means you're not walking with he who created legs. (laughs) You're not walking with him, okay? And that's your own problem. It really, really is. they're saying, I loved you when no one else did. I showed you my salvation, my favor, my grace, my wisdom, my power, my love. I gave you my comfort. All I ask is that you love me in return. And circumcise your heart Change your heart And mind And humble yourself So you can walk with me That's not I don't think that's too much to ask At all I really don't I like to see how people ladder in turn out I really do I like to see it Because If If your ladder end Doesn't turn out In a blessing sense That just means you've been faked this whole time Hear what I'm saying right If your latter end does not turn out to be a blessing, meaning if I put a cake in the oven and I let it sit for an hour, I don't know, 40 minutes, 55 minutes or whatever, and I let it be in the oven and I take it out and it just falls completely, that's your latter end? Really? That's a shame, right? That means you wasn't doing something right. That means you were a pretty good actor or actress, right? You need to get an Academy Award. You really do. Let's close out Ephesians, New Testament. Got to give you a little bit of the new. Ephesians, let's go and tie it all together. Ephesians 4, verse 1. In closing, if you have a say, glory to God, Paul speaking, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you, I urge you, that you walk worthy of the vocation of the calling wherewith you are called. Walk worthy of it. Don't make light of it. Be real with God, for God's a real God. He's real with you, amen? It It makes me laugh because people think they know God and they don't know God. People think they're serving God But they don't fear God It's absolutely crazy to me When they're like Well how come this is happening to me I could give you 10 reasons Why it's happening to you 10 Literally 10 Or more I just showed you through the word of God The blueprint to walk with your father Most people who actually love God Want to be closer to God Therefore walking with God Is a close thing with God All the games are out the window. Watch this. Verse 2. With all lowliness and meekness. That's humbleness. With long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. There you go. Everything I said to you. How do you walk with God? Endeavoring to keep the unity. Hey! There we go. Zechariah 11.7. The unity. What is unity? It's one of the states. The bands. Okay? The bands. Matter of fact, I'm going to just go there. Zechariah eleven seven. Watch this. God speaking, and I will feed the flock of slaughter, even you, O poor flock. And I took to me two staves. The one I called beauty, which is Jesus Christ, okay, and the other I called bands, which means unity, which is also Jesus Christ. And I fed the flock. With who? Jesus Christ. Listen close. It all comes together. Okay? If you got a brain anyway. And most of you have a brain. I said most. That's nice. (laughs) Endeavoring to keep the unity, the bands of the spirit, and the bond of peace. So what does Christ do? Okay? Unity, Christ. Bands, Christ. Bands unifying the spirit of Yahweh and Christ. It's beautiful and bands Zechariah 11 7 He Christ He holds all things together In the bond of peace And of unity So that you can walk with Yahweh Without the band You will not have the unity Unity You look it up It holds things together Okay, Christ is the glue that keeps us with God and he keeps us together. He keeps us holding his pinky. Glory to God. There is one body, one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. Who? Who? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is what you're walking with. You're walking with the blessings of God, the wisdom, everything of God. And Christ is the unity, the band that holds it all together. What a beautiful message. Remember to stay in the grace of God because that's where he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory and praise to the Father and the Son. I take credit for nothing. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world, donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.